Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Let's go! Hey, kids. Hey, Dad. War crimes will be prosecuted. I chose this profession, so therefore I, I earned beer. You want to go to the Nat Day? The feeling is definitely there. You don't know my name! It's a new morning in America. This is the old dude, Harry J. Reynolds. Step into my office. There's not going to be too many punks. Don't you stop worrying about the punks? Ah, fuck you! That's my name! Yeah, let's go to the punk show. Introducing for your listening pleasure. Good evening, episode 38. I like that you assume that people listen in the evening. Yeah, well. Just because we record in the evening doesn't mean people listen in the evening. <laughs> well, it's good enough. Yeah. Right? All right, good evening. Salutations, is that is that better <laughs> for you? <laughs> I don't like that one. No, uh, let's, let's go back with good evening. Hello. Good evening, and welcome to the news. <laughs> Here's Michael Condick. Mike, go ahead. Hey, Nate, it's been a while. <laughs> yes, it has. Last last time I saw you, you had a mustache. Now you're mustacheless. I'm mustache less. Mustache yeah. less. That's yeah. a hard word to say. It is. It's a tongue twister. I got a haircut. Yeah. You didn't what even else? Notice. What else? You didn't even notice. I'm I hard. did. I talked to you about your haircut earlier. Did you? Yeah. Remember when I saw you at that uh, get together? No, I don't. And I was. <laughs> and you said no work friends, and I was like, I'm coming anyways. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> So are you watching the World Cup, Nate? No. No, you're not I'm a big not. fan of Ariaga 1 and Ariaga 2? I don't even know what that means. Is that science fiction? It's a Simpsons reference. Oh, okay. About soccer. <laughs> combining some of the things I love. Yeah, no, I I'm see I'm basically Caligula-ing it here. Wow. Another tough word. Caligula? Yeah. Yeah. You struggled that first time. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it's a good thing I pay you a lot to edit so you can like fix that, right? It'll come out sounding real. Pay me a lot, yeah. I smile at you. That's right. (laughs) My smile's worth a lot. Do you take piles of pocket lint? (laughs) No. Uh, Episode 38, it's the best of the year, dot, 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 so far. That's, I like the dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I would say it, but. It made sense. It's way better if you say it. Yeah. The long pause can just feel uncomfortable and then you step on it and then it just, it all falls apart. So Well, I ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> Most things associated with this. Yeah. Local, yeah. local man ruins everything. But <laughs> that's two. Um, it's June. So it's, uh, it's halfway through the year and uh, it's always a good time because we don't do a, a year end podcast. Always a good time to uh, just look at the year so far. Yeah. Thoughts on the year so far? So I was, when I started this, I was like, oh man, the beginning of the year really sucked. Yeah. Like it felt like there were there were good releases, but they were coming maybe like once every three weeks. Yeah. And then this last two months, there seems to be a, a lot more releases. I don't know if they're necessarily great or anything, but there seem to be a lot more to choose from. I feel like there's always a push around summer. Yeah. Right? I feel like, it, I feel like even in the last two weeks, they feel like there's a chunk of albums, had I had more time to listen to them, would probably kick some albums off this list yeah i like that it it hasn't been like i feel like last year was crazy at the beginning and i wasn't really like 
absorbing much. It was just like there was so much coming at you. Yeah. So this year I've had a little bit more time to let things simmer. I thought this would be a tough list. I always think this list will be tough, but not so tough this year. Like there's been a lot of good music, but not a lot of like super standout things I'm returning to on a frequent basis. Yeah, I felt that way too. I thought it would be, I thought I'd have like a crazy amount of albums on my list, but it really didn't. So yeah. Well, it's kind of weird. What have you been listening to with all these albums coming at you, Michael? Well, one that you turned me on to is The Cultural Abuse. I do like turning you on. You do turn me on <laughs> in so many ways. Without that mustache, though, I'm kind of... I know. I know. It's a disappointment. But, but Cultural Abuse turns me on, so... Oh, nice. Well, wait. That's kind of weird sounding. <laughs> <laughs> the band Cultural Abuse turns... Not kind of weird sounding. <laughs> it is. Yeah. The band Cultural Abuse turns me on. <laughs> okay. Um, I think the album's Bay Dreams. Yeah. And that was out on Epitaph, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a different release for Epitaph. I like it. It's 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 kind of in that same vein as like uh, Swimmers, Waves, yeah. Fiddler. Well, they got the Frights now too. So oh, I th- really? Yeah. I didn't know that. The new Frights release comes out on Epitaph. So I think they're kind of making a switch. Yeah, Epitaph does that. They'll... They do have kind of genre-ed music for they try a period to... of time. I feel like they try to hook on to what's going to be cool or is kind of cool with yeah. the kids. Yeah. Not with us, but with kids. <laughs> <laughs> People that buy albums. The kids. The kids. Yeah. And the kids are all right. They are. Not alt-right. <laughs> they might be alt-right. What do you think too. about that? Uh, you know what? We d- we discussed it in the, in the chat a little bit. I And someone suggested that... If that was song was performed by somebody else, it might be better. Right. Like lyrically, it's good. Even musically, it's not bad. It just doesn't feel like a bad religion song. Yeah, it's different for sure. So, yeah, I don't know. It's not that I don't like it. I just don't like it. <laughs> oh. Does that make sense? No. No, it doesn't. Eh? <laughs> well, what do you think about it's it? It's not that it's green. It's just green. Green. Yeah. Well, what do you think? I don't know. I'm going to reserve comment. Yeah? Yeah. You don't T- want to offend anybody. Take the fifth. All right. Uh, what else have you been listening to? Uh, the Albrights. Ah, uh, yes. The White Album, which is It's great. great. It's yeah. hilarious. Super, like it's a lot sillier this time around than than that first one, I think. <laughs> They're both pretty silly. Sure, sure. But I mean like uh, some of the, <laughs> the uh, I, I don't know what the song's called, the one where they replace Mon with Mom. <laughs> I mean, genius. First of the, all, the one the the Midwest one where he's talking about when he's like playing reggae and ska and he's like, I just don't want them to find out I'm white. <laughs> it sounded like a no effect song yeah, to me. It did, kind yeah. of. Yeah, but uh, super funny record and like I mean that's a you can feel the fun coming out of those those yeah, guys. I like that though. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I like that a lot. Like not everything has to be serious. I do like a lot of serious music, but sometimes you just want something like that that's funny. Yeah. And the last thing I've really been listening to is a band called Night Flight Orchestra. Night Flight Orchestra. Yeah. Huh. And it's a, a band that our buddy Brock turned me on to. All right. And uh, I don't know much about them, but they're kind of like a proggy power metal band. Mm-hmm. So you would not like them. Okay. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> I appreciate it. But um, they're, they're a little bit more poppy and polished. It's kind of like almost like if Darkness and the Rush were and Rush were a band. But Rush should be called The Rush. <laughs> Now I'm just rambling. You took the off of the darkness <laughs> yeah. and you replaced it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how, I, that's how I do things. No, I like it. I like it. It keeps it fresh. Anyway. Uh, Does the we... singer sound like Getty or more darkness? Somewhere in between. I'll play you a song later. All right. But uh, 
yeah, I don't, I don't see you liking it, but I really like it. And I know they have a new album coming out in like a couple months here. So. Okay. So stand by for that. Stand by. Stand by me. I have also been listening to. Won't you stand? Uh, <laughs> by me. Um, I have also been listening to two of the bands you mentioned. Oh, really? Yeah. So this is going to be real short for me. The other one I've been listening to is uh, The Best of the Roots. Oh, yes, yes. You were saying been, you're in a big hip-hop kick. Yeah, right? I've been kind of feeling the the hip-hop vibes. You know, when we were talking about summer music last time and, uh, and talking about ska and that kind of music being intrinsic to summer, I kind of feel like hip-hop's the same way yeah. for me. Oh, for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it just kind of struck a chord with me. And uh, a buddy of mine was uh, talking about uh, this new record by uh, Black Thought, uh, who's the main rapper on uh, For The Roots. Mm -hmm. And so I was checking that out, and that led me down a rabbit hole to this Best Of The Roots uh, record. And it's like 51 tracks. It's this really... Like it's, it's this really crazy album because the whole thing just sounds like one big, huge performance. Even on the best of? Yeah. That's kind of cool. And it's like, you know, some of the songs, there's 51 tracks, but like some of the songs are just sort of like links from one to the next. They're only like 20 seconds. They're not really songs. They're just listed as tracks. Right. But it was like six bucks to oh. buy because I still buy music. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's so good. And it's like that kind of before the roots started embracing horns and and uh bringing kind of more music to it yeah um it's it's much more like uh kind of tribe tribe called quest vibe so cool i'm digging it i i enjoy the roots myself but i'm not well versed in them i just i've always liked that they have kind of in the same way that the beastie boys do like you can see the music side to it too. It's not, yeah. it's not all dj and samples yeah yeah exactly. something i've always really appreciated about them yeah so there you go. So let's uh, let's kick off the best of. Uh, I think we have one other thing to do. We oh. got a really random question. Oh, okay. <laughs> this might be the start of a new uh, a new segment. It's probably a one off, but ask Mike and Nate. But uh, we were asked our thoughts on Warp Tour ending. So oh, Nate, let's okay. start with you since you. I think you went to the first Warp Tour, right? I don't know if I went to the very first, if one, not the second. But Mike. I certainly went. Like I think it was like. Two 99 or 90 no. no it was before that maybe 96 you went to the one in london right yeah yeah i think it was 96 it and was long you, before it came to calgary and then you went to the one in vancouver yeah and then it was in calgary so yeah. you went i think you must have been on the first warp tour it could be and it was amazing yeah like it was it was mind-blowing the 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 roster the lineup i mean you know, there were there were bands that I love now that I'd never really heard of then that were playing, you know, smaller stages. It was, yeah. I mean, if they could do Warp Tour now like they did then, I'd be there every year. So my question is, yeah. is it always is it still like that, but we're not young anymore and we're not into that part of it? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Um, I mean, they've they've changed the musicality a lot. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. But the question is, are 16 and 15 and 14-year-olds into that in the same way that you, as a 14-year-old, were into like... Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what 15 and 16-year-olds yeah. listen to now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like Mike Park wrote something the other day okay. on Twitter and it was said, and I'll quote it, it says, I don't want to sound like an ass asshole, but here goes. Warp Tour has always sucked. <laughs> wow. Then... A few minutes later, he tweeted again and he said, let me rephrase, as an old man, Warp Tour sucks. But if I was in high school, I'd be seriously stoked. So A, Mike Park being Mike Park is 
probably just a really nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> and goes like, oh shit. That was kind of stinky. That was kind of mean to me. But two, he makes a good point because that's what I was thinking. I was like, and I never really liked Warped Tour all that much. But at the same time, when it first came, I was like, oh crap, there's so many bands that never yeah. come to Calgary that are on this thing. I'm yeah. finally going to see these bands. And some of them have never come back here again. Yeah. So in that way, it was really rad. I never really like seeing bands in that sort of setting though. Yeah. So I've never... Like the outside festival? The huge festival with yeah. a bunch of people that aren't really there to see the band. They're just there for the experience. The thing whatnot. I don't like about the Warp Tour is the bands had like 20 minute sets. Like by the time you're like really getting into it, it mm -hmm. was like, and we're gone and yeah. off to the next band. And I, I think a lot of festivals today, like they, the bands still play like full sets. Like they'll play an hour, you know, before moving on to the next one. And that kind of always bugged me about about warp tour but i saw some bands that i would have never ever seen um like i got to see eminem yeah that's uh, which did, was did crazy people throw lemons yeah or something? well because they placed him right before pennywise who i think was the last band of the day and in those days like pennywise was everything and this is pre-eminem being anything other than his first single yeah kinda. it was like the single came out so he could have been the the next britney spears for all any of us especially yeah. like punk kids knew right and yeah, I think he got halfway through his set and people were chucking lemons at him from the lemonade stand and just chanting Pennywise. And he kept like <laughs> pleading with the crowd, like Vancouver, Vancouver. And people are like, no, Pennywise, Pennywise. And they were just relentless. And finally he just flipped the bird to the crowd and walked off stage. And that was the end. And I also saw Ice Tea, which was pretty amazing. Yeah, I can see that. I I'd think like anybody who grew like yeah. who listens to punk rock had like an iced tea phase oh, in junior high. Body count for sure, man. Totally. Yeah, and he played a couple body count songs, which yeah. was amazing, right up there. So yeah, I mean, Warp Tour had its time and its place for me for sure. Calgary was always a tough venue for it because whenever it came, there was always some horrible weather that ensued. And isn't that dust bowl of an area? Yeah. Like, so that's <laughs> yeah. really shitty too. Um, I just had two other quick points on that. Uh, one, I don't really like, as the internet became more popular, you kind of heard the bro culture behind some of the bands that yep. had Warped Tour who treated it like this big sleazeball fest. Yep. So I don't like that, which I think now knowing the bands that are on it lately, I feel like that got worse as it became more of like the MTV pop punk yeah, bands. Yeah, because I, I remember like going to warp Tours and seeing a lot of like anti-fascism booths yeah. and Those still might know, be like anti-racist action and things like that, which I thought was really cool because yeah. you don't see that at any other, festivals. At other festivals? Yeah. Uh, I did see it at, in Austin at Fun Fun Fest. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, so... But, I mean, it, I'm, I am not super well-versed in the festival thing. As we all know, I'm lazy and don't do things. <laughs> Let's call a spade a spade. Okay, spade. You have experienced a lot more than me, so that's why I was kind of curious to yeah. discuss this with you. And then the last thing, um, I mean, I've heard some bad things about the, the organizer, Kevin. Yep. So I've heard good and bad, and I had, did have one experience with him. So usually it, it's easy to brag on somebody for stuff. Yeah. But he was really cool with me because we sent him an email saying like, hey, how do we get a band on this on Warp Tour when it's in Calgary? How do we get a booth? And he said, oh, well, the bands are booked already, so I can't get any bands. But he's like, why don't you show up with your merch? Yep. Set up a tent, sell it. And that's cool. And he was and he was like, I, he's like, you don't have to pay anything, which I'm pretty sure is not how it works. Because no. I'm pretty sure he, people want to pay. And he's like, he told me to show up. And he's like, show up in the morning in the back. 
No one's going to know what's going on. Just show up with your tent and set it up. And you did. And we did it for four, and four it was years. all good. Yeah. <laughs> we did get our bands on it one or two of the years too, but. It's pretty I mean, cool. But So that was cool. It was an experience and it, it, we did expose our music to people that maybe never would have gone to an all ages show in Calgary or something right. like that, or were there to see Pennywise and never would have ever thought about checking out a band that wasn't on Fat or Epitaph. Yeah. And then, so I guess I, it, it goes full circle. As a kid, I could see how it sucks being in Warped Tour, but as an adult, I could care less that Warped Tour is around because there will be other festivals that take the places. Like there's so many more festivals now that take the, the place. So I think it's just, it's, it's like an end of an era, right? And that's, yeah. that's probably the only thing that's kind of sad about it. Like, you know, I'm sure bands that like, there's a lot of bands that played like a lot of bands that we listen to today that played that tour, you know, like every summer and yeah. it was like summer, you know, punk rock camp for them. So I think, you know, that'll probably, you know, be sad for a lot of those bands, mm -hmm. but those bands probably weren't playing it anymore either. Right. Yeah. I think it's like one of those end of an era things. Like, you know, we've talked about this before where a lot of the bands that we, we still listen to that we listen to growing up are getting older and you know, there's only a matter of time and I don't know. Is there a changing of the guard? Is there going to be a changing of the guard? You know, in well, there terms always of... is, there always is a changing of the guard. So that, I think that's when we get to the saying those, are these bands playing Warped Tour that would matter to us? Right. But to a 14-year-old, the bands playing Warped Tour probably matter a little bit. Right. So, uh, And then the other quick question that was uh, asked is, what are your <laughs> thoughts on uh, Hawaiian pizza? Hawaiian? Well, pineapple on pizza. Okay. So that's, Hawaii, that's a Hawaiian pizza, is it not? Well, yeah, but you can put pineapple on any pizza if you want. That's true. Like, if you read the extras on a menu... Yeah, you could put any... You can put anything. Okay, so just pineapple on pizza. <laughs> okay, because the, that's a different thing. I don't like Hawaiian pizza, but... Um, I'm shaking my head. <laughs> it's not real pizza. <laughs> it's not. This isn't like you ordered, like, a chocolate pizza. <laughs> It's still pizza. I eat chocolate pizza. Yeah, dessert pizza. That's not a real pizza. That's just a cookie made in pizza. Dude, if you go to Italy, they're going to say Hawaiian pizza? What are you talking about? Yeah, because it's Canadian. They're going to laugh at you. Is it Canadian too? The, Cana the guy who invented it is from Canada. Really? Yeah, it should be one of those Heritage Minute things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like ham, so well, they, Hawaiian yeah, is okay. dead to me right away. Yeah. But I do like the flavor of pineapple on pizza. So if I order, I, I've never actually ordered it as an extra because I feel like somebody's like laughing at me in the back as they're putting pineapple on it. <laughs> but, uh, but I do like the, I do like the sweetness. I'm a, I'm a big sweet and salty kind of guy. So that kind of works for me, the sweet and savory together, mm -hmm. but I hate ham. So. All right. <laughs> hope that answered hope that everyone's answered questions. questions. Yeah, <laughs> send in your weird and wacky questions <laughs> <laughs> to the Ask Mike Nate. All right, let's get let's get going to the to the good stuff. Yeah, the, the let's real talk about good the troops. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, number one. I'm gonna go back to January one for this one, Mike. January one, the very beginning of the year. All right, what is that? Well, this album came out as a total surprise to everybody. Uh, I think there was a very select group of people and this is what like blows my mind because to keep a secret in today's day and age with social media and the internet and is near impossible, mm -hmm. especially when you've got like, you know, a following, a fan base, right? So anyways, this thing was kept a secret. I'm sure that people that were trying to make money off of this record were like, dude, you can't release a record on New Year's Day. 
what are you dumb? It's when everyone's spending their money, right? But he was just like, no, I'm doing it because I think it's rad. And it totally just explains this guy to a T because I think he doesn't care about that kind of stuff. It's just, this is what I'm doing. This is what I want to do. And it's what I'm going to do. So uh, the album's Jeff uh, Rosenstock's album, Post. Oh, excellent. Came out Jan 1. Uh, I love this record. It's great. It blew me away. Um, and I kind of came late to the Jeff Ro- Rosenstock party and kind of came, uh, found him before I found Bomb the Music Industry. Um, I mean, you can hear Bomb the Music Industry in this stuff, but it's like less chaotic. You yeah, know, it's sure. just more kind of boiled down. Um, but yeah, I really, really like this record. Um, you know, it's full of his comedic kind of self-deprecating lyrics, uh, which he's known for. And, uh, you know, the synths that are featured in a lot of Bomb the Music um, is is there. So it's, yeah, it's like a distilled Bomb the Music industry. Great songs, uh, lots of variety on the album. That's my number one pick. You know what? I would have thought in my head that came out last year just because it was so right. quick after Christmas. Right. It's crazy. Crazy. You know what's even crazier? Tell me. I picked a band that released an album on January 2nd. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you hear that? My mind just exploded. Did you hear it? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I just assumed that was the diet root beer. <laughs> that was the carbonation from your pop. All right. Uh, and the band I picked is a band we featured before from Halifax. Okay. Do you know who I'm talking about yet? Uh, Sloan? No, it's not Sloan. Are okay. they from Halifax? I don't know. They're from the East. They're from the Maritime. Yeah. It's all the same, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I've never been. Who, loved, no, loved... I don't know your pick. Oh, okay. I'm done talking about the Maritimes. <laughs> the band is uh, Out of Controller. Oh, okay, yeah. And they released an EP called No Echo, which came out on January 2nd. Is it Out of Controller or Out of Control La? No, it's Out of... Oh, I don't know. I'm not making this mistake again. <laughs> you just did. You... you... <laughs> Oh, I'm not editing it out. Well, don't. I don't even know. It just came into my mind, and I just thought, I'm going to challenge Mike on this. Yeah, well. <laughs> Awkward silence. Uh, There's the sigh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I, there's a band that seems to be getting better and better with each release, too. Like, I don't know if you're noticing that. And they release a lot. Like, I, I enjoy this EP thing and singles that they do because they seem to be getting, like, it's moving along and progressing, but not at a pace where you're like, is that the same band? Right. So I enjoy it. Um, they got kind of that catchy party punk rock kind of feel to them. That pew, pew, pew feel. Yeah, or like new swears or um, to some extent mean jeans. Yeah. And, like, uh, and the song I went with is called Something Wild. And I was going to ask you when we play it if you know what the sound clip's from, because I don't. And I'm usually pretty good at figuring out where sound clips are from. Okay, but. well, I'm going to listen to it, and then I'm going to tell you what I think. I'd love to hear what you think. Okay, and I didn't say the song that I picked. The oh. song I picked was Powerlessness. And uh, But before we do that, because we've talked well, so long. We have. This is really crazy, so I hopefully feel... we didn't scare people off. <laughs> we, we do talk about, we get to the music. We do. It's an all pineapple pizza. We're all about the music. Um, but before we get to that... Uh, we've had some bands throw us some music, which I think is awesome. I think you would agree. I do agree. And uh, we're going to start out with a song that was supplied to us uh, by a Toronto band that's from Canada, The Big Smoke. 
The T dot. The T dot to the O dot. Home of the Raptors. The center. And the Marlies. And the. <laughs> uh, the band is called the Hard Toms. Uh, the album is called. Uh, oh, I hate this word. Panties not included. That just felt wrong. You know, like it, there's just words that you don't like. That's one word I don't like. Panties? Yeah. Don't <laughs> say it anymore. That doesn't bother me, panties. Yeah, that's good. Um, <laughs> I knew I shouldn't disclose this to you. Uh, it's their very first EP. And uh, most of the album, well, I guess all of the album, uh, it's covers of, it's basically like they went and raided your parents' record collection and then chose a couple songs to do covers of. So everybody from like Tom Jones to Bacharach to Humperdinck, and uh, we're going to play a Tom Jones cover. It's not unusual. To be loved by anyone? It's just not unusual. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
pleased to meet you. I've never done anything like this before. Don't worry, Charlie, I have. Sorry to disappoint you, but I have no idea what that sound clip is from. I don't either. If you guys do, that's a deep let, cut. Let me know. Yeah, I feel like it's what's her name, Joey Adams. Joey Adams in it. But. I don't know if that's her though. It's a good guess. I'll give you that much. Mm-hmm. It's a good guess, but that's all I know. Okay. All right. All right. Moving on. Number two. Uh, this one is probably if I, I I never really rank the albums, but this could be the number one. I really like this one. <laughs> so you went with, <laughs> this is your number one, but you're like, I'm going to put in the second slot. Well, because I wanted to try and do them like in order yeah. of their release dates. Oh, how yeah. clever. Yeah. I, I wasn't going to say that. I wanted to see if, if anyone noticed, mo- mostly you, but I've ruined it now. So I respect your craft. Thank you. <laughs> The album is called Sleepwalkers, oh. and the artist is Brian Fallon, and I just can't get enough of this record. Like, I could listen to this. I do listen to it a lot. It's something I come back to often, and uh, it's like that. It's everything that I like about his songwriting put onto a record. It's got that 50s vibe. Um, he's got a lot of hooks in there, a lot of... Just just everything about his songwriting boiled into a record for me. I really feel like I need to listen to this again. Yeah, I think you like, do. I've listened to it a couple times, but I... There's a song me. called Etta James. I do like that song And I feel like... And I like that Her, Maj- Her Majesty's Service or something. Something like that. Something like that. But I do enjoy it. It's just... Uh, I, I feel like I never gave it like a, a good listen. I feel like I just like 
skimmed it and was like, oh, this isn't Gaslight Anthem, which is a horrible, horrible thing to yeah, do. Yeah, it is a horrible thing to yeah. do. <laughs> Way to go. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like when you try to, when someone does a solo project, even though the similarities are there, sometimes you're like expecting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm like, oh, it's not, it's not Gaslight Anthem. Well, and and I liked it. And it's weird because I did like his previous one. I don't think a lot of people did. And I like Corbel Crows. Yeah. So I just, uh, I just feel like I didn't give it the chance because when I hear the songs, they all seem really good to me. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's got a Gaslight vibe to it, but like obviously an older Gaslight vibe. But the thing I like about Fallon is that he doesn't do the kind of, I play in a punk band and now I write acoustic songs. Yeah. Right? Like I respect that a lot. Yeah, a lot. Because that's hard to do. It's a lot harder to do than just changing the type of guitar you play. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Um, I'm not going to name names here, but this... (laughs) No, don't do that. No name calling. Yeah. Um, And like the first track like just gave me the randy savage right away <laughs> the randy savage yeah you know like you're listening to something and it's like Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the randy savage i love it <laughs> so my first pick is well the only pick is i only get to pick one song um <laughs> it's if your prayers don't get to heaven by brian fallon on the album Sleepwalkers. Michael? Nathan? What gave you the Randy Savage? <laughs> Everything gives me the Randy Savage. You give me the Randy Savage. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I wish I could do it, Randy Savage. <laughs> I watch this thing on him. Um, like on, uh, I don't know if you follow 80s wrestling picks on I had to stop. It was, there were there was too many, but it's I, so I did. I loved it for a while. Did you see the one where he was talking about how he's the cream? Oh, yeah. That's one of my favorite top. clips ever. And then he pulls out creamers. creamers. <laughs> I do. Okay. Full disclosure, a lot of time at work, I'll spend like 10 to 15 minutes watching old like wrestling <laughs> talking, like, um, like uh, their promos or whatever. And his are the best. Do they like, still do them? Well, I don't know. Now? I don't watch wrestling anymore, but I did watch it a lot yeah. as, a, as a kid. And Randy Savage and Roddy Piper were like my two favorites because their things were so outrageous. Just like, <laughs> but Randy, like now it's even better because I understand them even better. It's so dumb, yeah. but so good. And then like the king prop comes out and it's a creamer. There's a lot of... <laughs> People touching people's muscles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mean Gene got right in there. <laughs> he wanted that cream on him. <laughs> All right. I should get back to this. Get back to it. Get back to it. Uh, I'm going to go paper with... paper shuffling happening over there. You okay? Uh, yeah, just, just... I skim... feel like you need to number your pages. I should have I numbered the pages. <laughs> there was a mistake. Typing it was, uh, typing's a whole new game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with uh, an April le- release. Okay. So not following your trend of It's going. okay. I didn't know when they came out. I just knew the order. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, it's a band from Spain. Oh, Spain. Spain. They don't sing in Spanish as far as I can tell. Okay. For the most part. Okay. So I'm sorry to our one listener, Jeff. That, the one. The one that, that we is don't looking. don't cater to you. Yeah. You're not the cream. No. <laughs> You don't rise to the top. <laughs> you don't have creamers in your pocket? No. Oh. We could have pretended, though. We need no prop- one would know. We need props. <laughs> anyway, uh, the band is called Wild Animals, and the album is The Hoax. Oh, nice. And uh, it's just, uh, this is a band I found on Bandcamp, 
and they have a very 90s punk and alternative indie feel to them. Yeah. And I think we, we have discussed them before a little bit because it was we were both been listening to it. Yeah. And it's really interesting because I um, it's one of those albums that I didn't totally love the first time I listened to it. I listened to it and I was like, oh, that's pretty good. I'll probably never listen to it again. And then I went back and listened again and again. And each time it seems to be getting better and better. It was a grower. It's a grower. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the song I went with is All My Friends Are Far Away. Nice.
Michael? Nathan? The album is called Swell. The band? Tiny Moving Parts. The song? Applause. I like your approach to this. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I'm just trying out new things. You gotta gotta freshen things up. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping it fresh and clean. Uh, I'd never heard of this band before. Had you? Before this album came out? I've heard the name. And to be honest, I just lumped them in with bands like taking the bands that came after Taking Back Sunday. Okay. I don't know why in my head I just had them lumped in with there. It's kind of of that vein. It's kind of of yeah. that realm, but very different at the same time. Yeah. Um, like lots of like like technical guitar, but not like Wilhelm scream technical. Like it's you know a lot of finger tapping and and stuff like that. Uh, but it sounds really really cool, and the built in a lot of really great hooks. Um, I just, I really like this band. They, they totally caught me off guard. Like I was walking down the street and all of a sudden swell came on and I just like barrel rolled into the road. It was like that. Wow. Yeah. You just don't barrel roll for any band. No, no, no. But yeah, it just, it caught me off guard and uh, I really like this record. One of those records I have revisited again and again and again. See, I haven't given this one a lot of listens, but I do... Sounds like a theme, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a horrible person. It's okay. I'm a monster. You are a monster. Um, that is, that's for sure. It is a band that I always hear about how great they are. And yeah. I just, I don't know why I haven't sat down and actually listened to it, but I have heard tracks off this album and I like it a lot. So yeah. It's got the perfect ratio Because of you like... like it so much, I am going to give it a full listen. Wow. Wow. It's got the Nate guarantee. That's, that's friendship right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's got, it's got like the perfect balance of yell, scream, sing. And I really like that. Yell, scream, sing. You can dig it. Oh, I can dig it. <laughs> what's your, <laughs> what's your next one, Mike? Uh, my next one is uh, War on Women. Ah. And the album Great is album. Capture the Flag. Nice. Um, I'm not, have we featured War on Women on this before? I don't no, think we have. I don't think so. It's a band we've really, in, I've really come to enjoy over the last few years. I, I think the first time I heard about them, Propaganda was taking them out on tour. Yeah. And uh, I downloaded a demo of theirs and it was pretty cool. Um, I like their lyrics a lot. Uh, they have a great message and it leads to great music. So Yeah. It, like, is it just me or is there less political punk rock today? Yeah, I think there is less. And so when a band does it and yeah, does it well, does it well. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's like, and that's something that's always appealed to me about punk rock and, and uh, something I think we need. Totally. Personally. But, totally. Because uh, that's, it shaped, punk rock shaped a lot of how I think about politics or exp- at least allowed me to explore stuff that maybe wouldn't have been in my bubble. I genuinely think it made me a better person. Yeah. Oh, for sure me. Yeah. I would have been a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, when you think about it, like 
I mean, today's day and age is a lot different because a lot of these things, you know, aren't taboo anymore and are talked about. But, you know, like when we were in junior high and high school, like people weren't talking about sexism and homophobia, you know, or body in, in the hallways or, or yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like those things just weren't talked about, but those were things that were very like upfront um, to us. Yes. And things that we certainly acknowledged and, you know, wanted to bring awareness about, right? Yeah, for sure. And it, it, like you said, it made me a better person. So when I hear a band like War on Women tackling these issues and trying to get the young people or even older people to listen and talk about this stuff, it's it just really makes the music that much better. Yeah. So that's something that's really gravitated me towards them. Um, this album, again, is just packed with all that kind of stuff. And the song I ended up going with was um, uh, Lone Wolves, which is a song about gun control. And the story is that she that they had written them the song before um, the incident in Florida. Okay, it's pretty sad that you have to start thinking about when the incident happened or yeah. where or the nightclub the, one, right? No, not the nightclub oh. one. The the high school one. Even more sad that yeah, we're. That's what I'm saying. Which one was it? Yeah, which one exactly? Yeah. So and it's about gun control. And one of the, I really like the lyric. They don't care if you live. They don't care if you die. It's always a bit about control, and it's it's just yeah. It's fucking sick that we have <laughs> to talk about mass shootings on a regular basis. So it's good to have a song about it. And yeah. Anyway. That's heavy. Heavy D. Yeah. It's no macho man. <laughs> sometimes you got a macho man. Sometimes you got a propaganda. Yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, nice choice, Mike. All right. Uh, we got Swell by Tiny Moving Parts. The song is Applause and... Uh, War on Women off Capture the Flag, and the song is Lone Wolves. Do it. Send applause to your heartstrings!
goes my hearing. Yep. Well, you go to concerts without earplugs. That's what happens. It's like dancing with the devil. I can't. I just can't do it. Like, I feel like it's disrespectful to the band. <laughs> I do. It's disrespectful to your hearing. Well, like, like you show up to a show and you're plugging your ears. No? No. Am I wrong? See, now I wish I had earplugs at that propaganda show because I feel like the sound would have been better if I had earplugs. No, I feel like it intensifies the bass. Oh, maybe. I never wear earplugs. I can't do it. It's uncomfortable. I feel... I hate It's kind of like... This is going to date us a little bit, but it's like wearing a helmet when you ride your bike. To me, it feels... Yeah, like, it feels I know. Dumb. I know you should do it. Yeah, it feels dumb. I do do it if I have to. Yeah. But at the same time, I still feel like I'm like that kid, and you're like, who's the kid wearing a helmet? Yeah. Like, dude, get your mom to cut the leash. <laughs> Be a kid. Come on, have fun. What are you going to do, crack your brain open? Exactly. <laughs> Number four. We're on four. Four. One, two, three, four. So go to page. Whatever. Oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah, matter. No. I like how you're crossing them off now, too. Yeah. This new system, you've got to develop it a little bit better than what you've got. Just saying. Just saying. I'm open to criticism. <laughs> I accept your criticism. It's constructive. Yes. Yeah. It's constructive. I, I would appreciate it if you gave a positive comment before, before the negative right. comment, but you know, we'll work on it. Yeah. We'll, I, we'll I talk to HR and later on. <laughs> I and, don't see it happening. No. <laughs> All right. My next pick. This is a band that I feel like got, didn't get anywhere near the love it should have got on this record. And there's been some talk in the, uh, the, the uh, WhatsApp about uh, it, this this album not being as good as I think it is. And I don't get it. I could listen to this album <laughs> nonstop. I think I listened to it three times just today. Today? Yeah. Wow. The album Schmaltz, the band, Spanish Love Songs, the song Buffalo Buffalo. This is one like I could have picked any song. Like I love this album. It's so good. And I know everybody says, oh, yeah, it sounds like the Menzingers. The more I listen to it, the less the music sounds like the Menzingers. I mean, his voice does. His voice sounds like Greg, but the, them's the breaks. Like, that, that's just going to happen sometimes. I don't think he's trying to emulate him. I think it's just, that's, that's the tone of his voice. That's how it sounds. You don't think? No. Okay, that's fair. I, you, know, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I listened to it once front to, front to back, and yeah. it all sounded like the same song. But it's a, okay, and I've heard that argument too, but it's a great song. If your whole album's going to sound like one song, make it a great song. Okay, that's a fair argument. That's, a, that's, a, that's enough of an argument to make me reconsider my anti-stance on it. I've listened to this album a lot of times, and every time like I can hear it differentiating more and more and more. So that's a good thing. Yeah. So that's why you don't always just... Toss it after the first listen. That's which, right. Which we're so inclined to do these days. Which has also become a theme of this episode. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is of the, uh, I would say the org core genre. Yeah, I would say it's an org yeah. core. I mean, I, I really like the songwriting. I'm surprised you don't like it because it's all about self-deprecation. I mean, this song or this album is just packed with anthems of self-doubt and self-deprecation. So... So I'm kind of really surprised. Speak to me, yeah, hey. Really should, yeah. <laughs> I love, like, I love those songs. So to have a, an album front to back that's just full of them is great to me. I, I will give it another listen and give it a better shot. Okay, I'm gonna hold you to it. Yeah. Okay. I might do it tonight. Wow. 
It wow. probably won't. No. I said I might. <laughs> might means never. Yep. Yeah. No, I'll, I will listen to it because I, I, I have been meaning to go back to it. I think just my initial reaction was skewed by the WhatsApp chat and the bashing of it before I got to it. Right. So that kind of maybe put that, a put a I put a taste in my mouth that didn't. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. We're gonna we're gonna come back to this next episode and see where you're at. Okay. See what homework you've maybe done. Maybe that'll be what I've been listening to. Yeah. Maybe. Let's maybe see. It won't. Let's see. Might we'll find out. maybe might. Yeah. Okay. All right. Four. Uh, my next pick is an album that came out in February. It's, okay. an al- it's an album full of unsolicited jingles. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> and the band is Mean Jeans. Yes. And the album is Jingles Collection. Yes. Uh, and <laughs> What jingle did you pick, Mike? Just, just hold on. Let's talk okay. about this a little bit. I think, it's a, I think it's a hilarious idea. It is funny. Yeah. And I know they got a lot of heat online about this because people are like oh you guys are just trying to get free stuff from corporations and you're singing about corporations and there's a whole bunch of that going on which to like i say to that so what yeah I, me too like right? I mean, like you own it obviously <laughs> <laughs> i just think it's a, i think it's like really hilarious that someone sat down and was like yeah let's just do like a bunch of jingles for yeah products some which don't exist anymore <laughs> yeah it is funny I'll give you that. I'm assuming Dunkaroos don't exist anymore. Uh, I feel like I've seen them at the supermarket. You can still dunk a Dunkaroo? A Dunkaroo, a Dunkaroos. Did they have Dunkaroos in Australia? No, but it was a kangaroo. Yeah. That was the, that yeah, was the mascot. No, I know. It was a, it was a oh, whole... I, I don't whole... know if it came from Australia. <laughs> no, no, the whole commercial was like... That sounds like you're making a stereotype. No, no I'm not making a stereotype. The whole commercial was... Australian stereotypes. So now I'm wondering in my head as you did this, I'm like, did Dunkers exist in Australia? Or did they call know. them something else? Were they like... This is a question for you, Australia. Yeah. Get back to us. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway, like I said, I think it's hilarious. And I did read that they did end up getting some free stuff from Mountain Dew. Awesome. Which makes it even better. <laughs> and they did get a hilarious rejection note from Coors Light. I saw that. Which said uh, the Coors Light couldn't be associated with their... Uh, with them because of their association with irresponsible drinking habits. Right. <laughs> right. So I was thinking that they probably should have went with a Bud Light song because Bud Light had Spud McKenzie and that was a party dog. <laughs> <laughs> so the yeah. next Jingles album you do, if you want some free stuff, go Bud Light. Yeah, but you got to have a party dog. Yeah. If you got a party dog, that that <laughs> they want a party. They should have written the song called Spud McKenzie. The party dog. Right. Or maybe you don't even need to put the party dog. Maybe it's assumed he's a party dog. Ah, uh, I would, it, with a name like Spud, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the song I did end up going with was the Wendy's Junior Double Cheeseburger. <laughs> okay. Because, okay, so there's a little bit of a backstory here. Um, Ed, there's a guy on my beer league hockey team who always gets fast food after the games. Okay. I also always get fast food after the games. To replenish the grease that you've sweat out? Quantifying, yeah, (laughs) just to make up for any of that exercise that I did. But I've, and like, I've been made fun of it for it a lot. And then this, when this guy joined their team, he's a stoner and he's really into getting fast food after because he gets stoned before he plays. Okay. So he's always talking about getting Wendy's after. And when this came out, every time he said it, all I could hear in my head was the song and the jingle. And I'm like, it works. (laughs) <laughs> it fucking worked. I want a Wendy's Double Junior Chicken Bacon Cheeseburger. 
<laughs> so I had to go with that one. So there you go. That's it. Yeah, I I I know a lot of people like this album. I think it is funny. I just couldn't get past the the. I, I don't know. I, I just couldn't get past it. They did one for Capri Sun. <laughs> yeah, it just. That's the know. song of soccer moms everywhere. I don't know. It, it was too much. All right. It's too much. That's fair. You don't like good things. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have nice things. It's or not good that things. I don't like good things. Okay. 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 Spanish love songs, album, schmaltz, song, Buffalo, Buffalo. Uh, mean Jeans, Jingles Collection, and the song is Wendy's Junior Double Cheeseburger. <laughs>
my name There's only one sandwich that'll kill the pain jingle that's as catchy as that okay okay you come next 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 well no i'm not gonna write it in a month i'm not a professional musician the end of the summer i want a jingle for the pot for the podcast written by you a jingle for the podcast yeah well i think that's harder to write than no a junior bacon cheeseburger song (laughs) okay challenge accepted michael yeah you come up with a jingle i will if it's so easy i will come up with a jingle actually pick any product any product that's not on theirs okay you might have to tell me the products that are on there yeah. all right i feel like you didn't give this album a listen i feel like it's it's just it's like the song you write in a jam space because somebody showed up with a junior bacon cheeseburger yeah. <laughs> and then you're like yeah it's pretty good those are the best kind of songs Stupid. no they're never the best kind <laughs> they're the ones everyone wants to hear at the show we had one and it was not very good summer yeah it was great that's my favorite jeu song <laughs> I won't even lie about it. Oh, man. If you guys were to record that, that would have been my favorite song of yours. <laughs> was it because I played guitar on it? Was that I didn't why? even know about that. We all changed instruments for that song. Yeah. No? That was the best part of that song. <laughs> I do... The, the funny thing to me, though, is that they call it a sandwich at the beginning. <laughs> and, like... Fast food places, they have this, like one of them must have worked at a Wendy's because fast food places, when they're giving you the propaganda of starting to work there, they call their things, things like burgers, sandwiches. And I'm always like, come on, (laughs) isn't that a sandwich? Sandwich implies healthy. It's barely a burger. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So I think one of them worked at Wendy's at one point because oh, he knows he knows the inside lingo. Some product knowledge. Yeah, product Pro- knowledge. Yeah. yeah, he's deep into the product knowledge. <laughs> All right, we're on the last one. All right, that was heavy, Mike. This is your part, so go ahead. I'm going to sit back and watch you shuffle papers. Uh, thank you all for listening and for your contributions, especially the few of you that put in the effort to send a list every episode. There's a lot of people that have sent in a list or two or three yeah. but there's a few of you that have sent in a list for every episode we've even had guys come in like they came in maybe episode 13 to start listening to this podcast and they went back and started providing lists for back episodes so i just want to say we appreciate it we do and we do appreciate all the interaction we've been getting and all the messages and we even, do even the weird wacky questions we do we do 
Uh, we do. <laughs> and I want to say thank you to the bands that have sent us submissions. Yeah, and keep going. Keep sending us more music. It, and um, yeah, if you like, like our podcast, please give us a rating on iTunes or tell a friend to listen or just get in touch with us. And uh, Those are important things. Yeah, I think so. And then hopefully next month, month uh, selfishly, I'll be celebrating a World Cup win for Croatia. You will. You'll will. be celebrating I feel like it, hey? <laughs> I feel like it. It'll be a big high fives office party. <laughs> I don't know if I can make it. Yeah, well, I'll be there. <laughs> like most of your parties. Uh, and I want to say, give Nate a big hug. Oh. He deserves it for being employee of the month. Thanks, it's Mike. It's something I'll never be, but Nate has been employee of the month. I can't wait for my picture to go up on the wall. Oh, there's a budget here. Ah, uh, and you know uh, you what? Could you could draw one. You took some time off. The, like I don't know. I'm owed vacation time. I don't know. I feel like you're not putting the effort into the editing. I've I don't even I'm, used I'm my re- sick days all last year. I'm starting to rethink this employee of the month thing. <laughs> that was quick. That yeah. was fleeting. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, let's get to our last picks. Let's do it. It's the last one. This is the one I thought we might cross over, so we're going to find out now. But we made it to the end, so who, who cares, cares, right? Uh, I mean, really, who cares if it happened on the first one? But it didn't. Uh, the album is uh, this one you turned me on to, Mike, because from time to time you turned me on as well. Uh, this is a band from Vancouver that you turned me on to. Excellent. The album's called Huge Grant. Oh, the this band made your is list called already. Wars. I love this album. It's great. It's so good. Yeah. I love the throwback to, I think it's 21 tracks. Like, I mean, <laughs> who's putting out, what are you, Rancid? <laughs> like, that's awesome. It's great. And the variety on this record is awesome. Like you, the, there's no way you can get bored listening to this record because just the, the musicality and the genre shift is kind of all over the place, which I love. I, I love when a band doesn't just kind of, you know, one noted all the way through. Um, so big ups to you guys for uh, for keeping it real. Uh, I picked a song, because we played them last episode, two yep. episodes ago, because they just put out this record. Yeah. Um, the song I chose was uh, Stand Up Children. And uh, yeah, I just, I dig it. Great songwriting. What would you call this? Like, They're pop punk, I guess. Yeah. Post-emo? I'd Maybe say, I still say it's very pop. I don't even know what post emo means. <laughs> post emo, <laughs> but it sounds cool. That's worse than when I was talking about cuddlecore. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Nothing's worse than that. Um, so yeah, thanks, Mike, for turning me on to these guys. Thanks, Wars, for writing good tunes. And I would encourage you all to check out this album and all their other albums. Awesome. That was a good pick, Nate. Thanks. We didn't match though. Wow. So. I'm kind of, was this on the radar? Oh, it was totally on the radar. Yeah, this was an audible? uh, It wasn't on my audible list, but it was definitely on the radar. All right. It would have been, it's it's in there. It's going to probably work its way into my year-end list. Ooh, working its way into your top 83 of the year. (laughs) Here's all the albums that came out this year. (laughs) I'm Michael James Condit. Good night. (laughs) Here's a song I like. (laughs) Here's another song I like. And another one. Anyway, uh, the band I went with, or isn't really a band, it's a person, and it's Lindy oh. Ortega. Oh, okay, cool. And the album's Liberty. And it's kind of a, a change up for me from what I normally would pick as my number one album of the year. Yep. It, um, I keep waiting for it to get old, and it doesn't. Like, front to back, this album is just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, 
I guess I like the story of it and how it's kind of got a spaghetti western feel to it. Um, it's kind of cool that she's from Calgary. Uh, it's not kind of cool that I've never actually seen her live. Isn't she? She doesn't play a lot here, though, does she? Uh, no, not that often. I mean, enough. That you not, could have. I could have seen her, but yeah. she didn't. She's technically just moved here in the last few years. Okay. So I think pass. she's originally from Toronto and then moved to Nashville and then got married to a Calgarian. The big know. smoke. The big smoke. Toronto, we're nailing it. <laughs> Told you Another home. plug for Toronto. It's home of the Marlies. <laughs> Who's the Marlies? It's their AHL team. <laughs> awesome. What is a Marley? I don't know. Like, is it a cigarette? I don't know. That's awesome if they're named after a cigarette. That would be awesome. <laughs> There's no way they're still getting away away with it. It is, no. Tor- it is Toronto, the big smoke. It would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look into it. I thought it. they were called Hogtown. Hogtown? I've never heard that. No, maybe I just made that up. I think that's what Calgary's called. <laughs> no, Calgary's Cowtown. Oh, yeah. No, both, both awful names. Why, why we... would they be called Hogtown? I have no idea. <laughs> In my head. I'm going to look that up after and see it's if that's real. be a thinker yeah. the whole way home. <laughs> Okay. It's not giving me any Randy Savage. Lindy, Lindy Ortega. But uh, yeah, and the song, uh, I had trouble picking a song because I'm not sure the songs work as singles. Gotcha. Is, like, do you ever get an, an album where like... Oh, totally. Yeah. It ha- As a full album, it works, but as a single, it doesn't. So I went with the one that's most single-like. Okay. And that song is called The Comeback Kid. Okay. Cool. So, so there we go. Wars. Huge grant. The song is Stand Up Children. Michael... Uh, Lindy Ortega, the album is, um, what is the album? Oh. Liberty, the song is the Comeback Kid. Thanks for listening. Uh, let me shuffle some more papers. Uh, stay cool and be excellent to each other. Everything has been prepared. Stand up, children, and get up, kids. It's time to go. Go.
I feel really professional. I see that. That's hardcore. Uh, I didn't have any lined paper at work. <laughs> this isn't lined. Yeah, but then I'm... You need lines to write on? Uh, I like my lined paper. I'm particular. Do you go legal, too? No. Has it got to be the yellow? No. It bothers your eyes? <laughs> Not editing. Boss. Jetson? <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> wow. The impressions. That was bad. So good. No, that was a bad one. <laughs> First step is acceptance, Mike. Oh, one day you'll get there. One day. Not today. Not today. Not tomorrow. <clears throat> Probably not the next day. Uh, I, um, it's been a really... Uh, can we start that over again? No. No, I guess not, hey? <laughs>